What's up guys, welcome to NFT Talks. I'm your host Sean and I'm gonna take you through the world of NFTs. I'll be interviewing creators, uh, founders, uh, collectors, anything you can think of to do with NFTs, I'm gonna be there and connecting with them. Our aim is to help build a community and connect with people within the community of the NFT space and just share thoughts and ideas and have great conversations. And we're gonna do that for you. We're, we're gonna connect, we're gonna do the hard work and we're gonna find out what's happening, new things are happening to create opportunities for yourself. Now, make sure you subscribe to the channel below. Make sure you leave your comments. Uh, today, we've got an amazing episode with the first NFT digital sneaker. Uh, it's a brand called Balex. Uh, I'm not gonna talk about too much, um, but we're gonna go into it. So I'm not gonna delay. Make sure you leave your comments below. Okay guys, so welcome back everybody. And I'm happy to be here with Burke who's a designer, you're going to introduce yourself properly, um, where you're the owner of Balax Trainers, the first NFT footwear brand. Um, yes, that's which, correct. Yeah. So I'm excited to hear so much about yourself. Uh, thank you for coming on and connecting. Um, first of all, just introduce yourself, tell, tell the audience a little bit about you, because you, like you met me and you had a small chat before we did this, and you said you haven't really put yourself out there. Um, so it's interesting. For the, for the people that have been buying your, collect, your collection to hear about yourself? Yes. Um, so first of all, my name is Birk. Uh, I'm a designer from Norway, and I'm currently living in uh, Italy. Okay. And, and oh. It's all right. <laughs> <My> <laughs> set up here. Camera malfunctions. That's just, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And um, I was basically supposed to start a master's degree in fashion at uh, Marangoni in Milano. But it turned out with the with the funding and stuff uh, uh, that I didn't start, and uh, so I was very lucky that I already started with these NFTs, and now uh, I am doing this full time. Wow! Wow! And, and my and, uh, and my brand and my concept is uh, digital sneakers, and um, the name is Balex, and uh, the goal of Balex is to. Uh, the goal of Balex is that uh, millions of people will wear Balex sneakers uh, digitally, but also physically. Okay. So, all right. All right. All right. So that's in, that's interesting because at the moment everything is digital, um, and this is something that I spoke about with other, a lot of other creators too. Is you also can do the physical part, the physical trainer connected to the the NFT store. Is that right? Yes. Yes. It's a, it's a really interesting aspect of NFTs. And uh, if you look at NFTs, it's actually really just a contract in order to trade goods. Uh, mm. And uh, it's sort of like a tool in which you have to figure out how to use it and what for. Yeah. Uh, so now in these early days, it's NFTs. Um, uh, yeah, to take me as an example, I'm selling shoes as art. Essentially, all uh, my 59 collectors currently holding Balex sneakers in their uh, digital wallets uh, are all holding to um, uh, for their own reasons because of its art, maybe because of a financial gain or because they want to support me or, or whatnot. Uh, but um, the actual true potential of NFTs will come as the solutions and the, the systems are put in order. And for me, this is digital wearables. So um, right now you have many um, digital metaverses in which people are inside socializing, uh, chatting with each other, and also wearing their clothes and their avatars in which has to represent their identity. Yeah. And, uh, and this is a huge market. And uh, as VR now, it's super accessible with the Oculus Quest for only 350 euro. And like anybody could literally get their virtual headset. goggles, aren't they? Virtual, virtual reality goggles. For anyone that don't know, they're, they're yeah. virtual reality goggles that you can wear, you can purchase from pretty much anywhere now, can't you? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Like, especially before Christmas, uh, the Oculus Quest 2 came and uh, it's like standalone, no cable. I, I draw all my shoes in VR in, in a software called uh, Gravity Sketch. And uh, okay. Like it makes uh, 3D modeling and sketching and uh, working with mood boards uh, and everything. Like I'm, I'm basically in a white room, which is my office. And I put the pictures and 
I work with curves and I work with shapes and I, and I basically create the shoes uh, right in front of me. And if it's some small detail, I will make the shoe very large. So I'm like drawing super closely. You're actually in the shoe. Could you actually be like in the shoe and like go under it and pretty much put whatever you want to do and move it around? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Duplicate <laughs> shoes. So, so, and it basically makes the whole process so, uh, so much quicker. And um, like I've been designing shoes now um, for approximately a year and a half, I would say. Um, so I did a bachelor degree in industrial design in Denmark. Yeah. Uh, and on the last semester, we did a shoe project with Echo Shoes. And um, I'm like the guy who always tried to, you know, invent the new, invent the wheel basically in every yeah. project. And as an industrial designer, like I really was like fighting this originality of every project. Like it's it's a lot to obtain, uh, yeah. let's say. So when uh, I started making shoes, I figured out that uh, it's like the shapes and everything, and you can just make another one and another one. No, they will always be different, but, mm. but you have the format. You're supposed to yeah. wear it. It's supposed to be a shoe. It's supposed to look like a shoe. So I have sort of given myself these constrictions, and now I can work very efficiently within this uh, box. This box, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, so, so you, uh, you kind of harnessed your creativity in this area, so you, you still can be creative, but you just based it around, you focus and put all your creativity into creating the shoe, right, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and like, I, um, I'm now doing collaborations with uh, footwear designers and uh, with brands, big brands even. Really? And, um, you allowed, are you allowed to mention any? Are you allowed to mention any, any names? uh yeah for sure like yeah. uh, because i will post it uh, soon i'm basically making it as we speak this shoe okay. and uh, i think it will be ready in uh at this weekend i will be a bit busy but probably monday then okay all right <laughs> but, then. Uh, uh yeah because um a lot of nft artists are like announcing their drops you know a week before and you know kind of building this fomo that everybody has to be there yeah. and I, I can do this as well, but I just prefer to just be on a creative role. And whenever I finish, I post and then mm -hmm. it's out of the, then I'm finished. You know, I yeah, created yeah. something in which for me, it's a, a full, uh, complete product with the, the shoe and the sound and the, and the animation. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, a bit of a uh, rent of topic. What's the question okay. here? So uh, basically I'm asking, I'm trying to get out of you. What brand are you working with? What brands, what big brand are you working with that you do yes. the collaboration with? So I'm doing uh, a collection of shoes with yeah. um, a basic, uh, which is a brand uh, made okay. by Olav, which is a quite a famous uh, guy from Norway. Okay. And um, like we're doing shoes, mm. but Olav, uh, he's working on this very big project in which uh, my shoes will be within. Uh, right. And uh, is that I can't- based really... around NFTs, is it? Is, it is that based around NFTs or is it just literally it, just digital wear variables? This is uh, Balak sneakers uh, mm -hmm. in collaboration with uh, with Olav, in which will be sold through the Balak sneaker page on Rarible, mm -hmm. um, which is the only criteria for a shoe to be a Balak sneaker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, and these shoes will be very special because they will you will be able to actually uh, take this NFT and use it for something. But I cannot tell the something. But uh, <laughs> okay, 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 uh, okay. Uh, so this project is, it's very, um, it's a super, super cool project. This, uh, is, this is what I find so interesting about NFTs. Everyone, I mean, at the moment, uh, everyone, if you look into the clubhouses or the, the, the blogs that, that people are talking about, people that are not in the community, they see NFTs as art. And it's so much more than that. Like, I mean, digital fashion wearables, as you talk about, is not even being looked into yet and this is just the start that and, and like you're already connecting with real life brands that are showing interest and you've taken the first step to because you've kind of the one of the first people as from, from the i know of to kind of yeah. release digital wearables and trainers um you're going to be the forefront brands are going to come to you to connect and try and connect to the audience Yes, I, I have actually some um, some crazy, I, I will just say, because why not, what not, it's my journey. Um, yeah, so uh, last weekend I met some people and I got some great connections. Okay. And um, uh, we are setting up, up now, but I will meet Luca Benini, okay. uh, which is one of the 
senior like very respected uh, people within the street fashion and he's the owner of the brand uh, alyx alex and okay. um and also the owner of uh, slamjam.com which is a huge retail um shop or it's like i heard some podcasts about slam jam it was yeah. uh, it was established in 1989 so it's a very mm -hmm. old school mm -hmm. thing and uh, it's like a collaborator. So they take in brands, they make collaborations, they sell in their web shops. And yeah. Luca, uh, Luca Benini, he's this, this super cool guy. And uh, there's like a, a lot of mess, but uh, there is uh, creativity. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, um, and, and the guy who was introducing me to him. He, he has worked five years in Nike. And he was like, so have you been talking to Nike? Or are you chatting with Nike yet? Uh, I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> casually. Uh, are you chatting with Nike? Are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, and then I set up a meeting uh, from this other guy who gave me the contact of the brand owner of uh, Brain Dead. Uh, Brain Dead. Brain Dead is a brand uh, based in Milan, and um, they have done like uh, three collaborations with um, Reebok. Uh, they have did. They have done a Converse and. Um, and you no, know, I like, <laughs> I, I, and the, the reason I'm contact or the reason I, I was connected with these guys and also from our chat yesterday is that uh, he's looking for designers in which can create his shoes in 3D. Yeah. Uh, because actually creating these uh, shoes in 3D, uh, yeah, bringing back to um, also this other collaboration I have with a senior footwear designer. And he has sent me even some uh, 3D models. So he has done half the job, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's a cool collaboration and it's something we can like you know, quickly get out there and, and post as a, a digital sneaker but like uh, he has made this in um, in rhino and rhino is a software on the uh, on the screen on the computer yeah. okay and you know to to make this organic curvature shoe you need to use weeks only for one okay okay because there's all the curves and you have to loft all the surfaces and it takes forever and you are very constricted in the sort of the creative process mm -hmm. so if you if you want to make a shoe in a digital software you better have the drawing beforehand so you know what you're doing yeah you yeah. cannot just be inside there and like organically come to <laughs> your <you're> going on. <laughs> and um, and basically now in vr i will send you some footage that you can show also next to us speaking now probably yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you can see me inside you can see like you work with one shoe, you duplicate it, you remove the top and you still have the sole and you just draw a new sh shoe on top of that. And okay. you know, like, like the workflow is so quick. I can, I, I can basically do, uh, if it's a good day and I know what I'm doing, mm. I can create uh, uh, one NFT shoe in which I could uh, probably post in one day. Wow, okay. Uh, How long have you been doing it for? But, no, we, we, I wanna kind of bring it back because your journey, I mean, you're wowing me. I mean, I didn't, I, obviously, we, I didn't know anything about things you're doing, but I'm not surprised because I understand the potential of the NFTs with the digital wearables to what's going on in this space. But yeah. for the listeners may not know or may not understand what's going on, but they may want to get involved now because the things that you're saying, because there's so much opportunities. Now, you, you, how long have you been doing um, designing footwear or using this software for? Just so I can get my head around that. How long? So I, I got Gravity Sketch uh, like, yeah, a year and a half ago, approximately. So a year and a half ago. And, uh, and, you know, I was drawing my first shoe 10 minutes after I went, <laughs> jumped inside the software. Yeah, it's yeah. just obviously I watched the few very short tutorials they have yeah. on YouTube and whatnot. So I was familiar uh but uh I, I i bought my vr headset used for 200 euros and the, this vr headset was already six years old you know yeah uh, so, so, so like and and when i was doing this project and with echo you know the um uh, the global director of echo in which i cannot remember his name right now echo the american yeah. brand like echo the american brand uh echo shoes from denmark it's a denmark okay no, i don't know them okay i understand yeah okay yeah, but it's a very established brand. They sell 30 million shoes a year. It's like, okay. it's a big, um, and uh, yeah, it, they were just so wowed of this process because uh, on week two, we were supposed to start drawing on paper and try to draw a shoe <laughs> from the side, from the front. And then in the last on 45, all of yeah. one paper, 
all, all on one page and make it look nice. You know? You're just sending the prototype in one day, like, yeah, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically with the VR, I, first you work with all the lines. So you get all the um, um, uh, relation, relationships of the forms up and all the curves and the lines. And, uh, and when you have done that, you have it in 3D. So you can take a picture from the side, from the front, yeah. from the 45. So even though it takes you a bit longer to create these uh, curves in 3D rather than only in 2D on paper, 3D, 2D on paper. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah it's, um, it's... The process is just a lot better, isn't it? Like basically. It's a lot better. <laughs> and and, and um, basically, since I've been there from the beginning, like I, I used the software before they had Sub-D and Sub-D is a workflow in which you have the, the mesh and you mm. can take the surfaces and like extend them and bend them, you know, and yeah. crease the edges. So it's like a, it's basically what I'm using all the time. Yeah. Sub, sub D modeling. Okay. Um, so it's always, because it's so new, so it's always coming new updates and new tools. So it's also very rewarding working with the software because it gets better as you go. Um, when I take the shoe and I uh, apply the materials and doing the render, I do this in Blender. Okay, that rhymes. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and Blender, it's a free tool. It's a free on the internet for everybody okay. to use. All right. Uh, and uh, Blender, it came out. Blender, it used, like it's been a software for, I don't know, 15 years or more, uh, created by this one guy. And he has created like a community. And uh, yeah, I guess like a year and a half ago now. Yeah, uh, they came up with like a major update, which was uh, Blender 9.2 or 3, 9.2, something like this. Yeah, and uh, the whole software changed and it became like a professional tool, and it's free. So, um, so basically, all um, the the software I use to draw Gravity Sketch, it yeah. it used to be 20 euro or dollars, and now it's free. Um, uh, it's always good. <laughs> And also Blender, the software I'm using, is free. Okay. So, wow. So everything you're doing, you're using pretty much the, it's the infrastructure, apart from buying actual the virtual goggles, everything else is it's not that expensive, isn't it? Really? No. Uh, yeah. And, and, the, and being in the age we are, with all the computers becoming so much better, I, I have an Alienware 13 laptop. So it's a 13-inch laptop, very small. Yeah. Uh, and it's like now for... Four and a half years old yeah. when i bought it it was already three years old yeah so i bought it for half price uh, from dell because uh, it was they just wanted to get rid of the last model and it has a USB-C, uh like all the modern features the oled touchscreen yeah. uh like uh, yeah and it's half price and that's a lot when it comes to like a powerful workstation so yeah. uh, you're you a true example back of like starting from you within your means i mean i mean i don't know if it was a case you bought it because you didn't have the funds but you're showing simply that you don't have to have the best of the best everything you can go out there you got a second hand google um the vr goggles you you got the you, you got a second hand laptop which you said it wasn't that powerful and you're doing all these and you're creating all these amazing things and you're making things work you're using your creativity to your advantage rather than depending on the tools uh, and it's all and it's all accessible. You've given the tools that to everybody. They just got to go out and learn it, haven't they? Yeah, like people always uh, ask me on Instagram, like, uh, what software are you using? And uh, and I always tell them it's a Gravity Sketch and Blender. Like uh, it's simple. <laughs> like it's it's no secret sauce. Like it's only uh, basically your ability to create uh, something. Uh, uh, and yeah, anybody can do it uh, these days because it's so accessible. What, what I want to hear about that. I want to hear about when did you actually hear about NFTs and how long did it take you to understand it? I mean, what would you do? Because obviously you've come a long way. And too long, I would say. <laughs> too, too, too long. <laughs> obviously, I've come a long way. And uh, yeah. yes, I have come a long way. Uh, right now, I have sold like 149 shoes, I think. Yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, and Congratulations. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. It's yeah. uh, it's really um, it's been uh, it's been so fun, you know. Since day one, I have sold on an average uh, two point five shoes, something like this, so wow. um, a day. So it's wow. been like 
I've been working hard and also just, been. Are uh, you just? I just want to get my head around. So you've you obviously dropped your trainers, you, your first, and since then you can sell an average. You sell two trainers a day. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's also Sundays, you know. <laughs> I, I just find that I, I don't find I understand because I understand the space, but it's just amazing the, the fact that because normally to set up a, a physical train a, a brand as a train the process that goes into that like the yeah. model and what's that will take you age and the funds you have to, to put into it is going to be ridiculous and you've done it with probably less than a thousand dollars yes exactly <laughs> like there's no production and earlier this year i i did the real shoe i have a i have another brand which is called uh, alexanderson Okay. And um, I did a shoe in collaboration with a fashion designer, which lives here in uh, this small city I'm in right now, in uh, mm -hmm. Cesena, Italy. And Federico um, uh, Cina is a really great fashion designer. He's recognized by Vogue on Talent, and, uh, you know, he's, his work is amazing. And uh, we did this shoe together, and uh, we actually won, or the shoe, it won Global Footwear Awards. Uh, wow. So that was like a super cool project. And um, but this shoe, it was a real shoe. It was a fashion shoe. Uh, we had to create a very small production if we wanted to make it, because, of course, we don't have 5000 clients. Yeah. Uh, and we don't have the money to advertise it like that. Hmm. So um, so basically what it happened, like I made a website and advertised it, wanted to sell it for 300 euros. Uh, you know, and that would probably cover the production cost, even if we sold only 10, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but you find you, I find myself with a nice product from an up and coming designer uh, within uh, in the collaboration with an actually an established fashion designer uh, and still like no sales because it's way <laughs> too fucking expensive. Of course, 300 euros for a pair of shoes, like who's going to pay that? Yeah. Uh, uh, but but now people are paying 600 euros for my digital shoes so it's like uh, yeah i don't know what it is but uh, it's cool this is i mean this that's that's the that's the amazing thing i mean i'm not sure why that happened i mean this is obviously people your work's amazing there's no there's no doubt about that but you're right you're pointing out is that it's hard to get someone to buy a physical shoe for 300 dollars or 300 euros and then yeah. you always create a digital something digital. But maybe I put that down to being new, and it's it's a new age, and things are changing. Uh, creatives, uh, I've got, I've, I've always said creatives. It's a time of being creative. If you're creative, you can harness that and make a lot of money and build a company because, it, yeah, it, it's been a trap to shift the finances with the whole crypto side and everything going on. Um, yeah, digital age, man. I'm just I'm just wowed because I'm thinking the fact that you. You couldn't sell that, but you can sell it to a lot more. Is this crazy? Yeah, yeah. Like an award-winning shoe, it doesn't sell because, of course, there's an there's no hits. But um, um, I was going to say, yeah, like because, like I said before, like NFTs is like sort of a way of trading goods in, in a sense, yeah. like a value or digital assets, uh, which also can be directly connected with contracts to physical assets. Yeah. Uh, so it's like this whole new space and um, uh, oh, I was going to say <laughs> oh I lost it there That's the obviously we was talking about you what I started talking about is the the whole transfer from you creating a physical shoe to a digital shoe and you were talking about the kind of things collaborating and what you're doing there and then you started making more money for in, in yeah. the digital side than the, than the physical yeah, actually, the question you had for me earlier and was yeah. how did you get into NFTs? Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, uh, it's let's take it up again. Um, so I, I actually know uh, I never met personal in person, but uh, I know uh, Turim Rud, which is the creator of uh, Rude Boys. Okay, you are, fam you are familiar with? Rude I'm not Boys. familiar with Rude Boys now. Okay, um, just do a quick Google now, and you will say like these amazing toys, and uh, he has made more than a hundred of them, I think, by now. Okay. And uh, basically, it's the same toy in this box, and uh, he's putting all the different textures and uh, making different concepts like uh, Egyptian uh, diver, uh, light bulb, you know, um, rude boys. You have to check this out. Is it, is it, when you say rude boys, how do you spell it? Is it R, -R U D E B O Y S, rude boys? Yeah, I think so. Or maybe there's a Z on the end, rude boys. Oh, okay. Let me or, I don't know. But, but you, you find it because. 
he's one of the he's he's one he's definitely one of the most successful NFT artists out there. Okay, um, he's an NFTs. Okay, let me see. Yeah, because actually his brother. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, I think I've I've seen it before. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Amazing work and uh, he's a very talented guy. And uh, the reason I know him actually is because his brother's name uh, is also Birk, like me. Yeah. And, uh, I rarely meet anybody with my name. This is the second guy. So, uh, yeah. of course. And uh, this guy is also super cool, um, Olympic uh, skier and stuff like this. But anyway, yeah. so I, I saw on Instagram that his brother was doing 3D and Blender. Okay. So, uh, so actually, we connected like yeah, probably. Um, yeah, we connected through uh, Blender and 3D, yeah. and then uh, he started with um, with NFTs, and uh, uh, we were talking, and uh, he explained me everything about NFTs and what he was doing and stuff like that. I was working in a, <laughs> in a factory, and uh, you know, okay. like, uh, and a whole month went by, you know, and then I um, I was still interested though in the concept of selling the the digital art you know so and then i went into rareable and i just see like top seller and yeah. i see him and i just see like oh, oh my god so i call him and like yeah oh my god you have you have a huge success like is it true have you made this uh, like is it true it's like uh, yeah like it's so how much money did how much money did he make what did how much at the start of that how much money did you spend uh, with me you're saying when you when you said it like let's just say that he did one toy every day for 50 days yeah and uh, um, the first couple of days he wasn't selling but at some point he got a huge collector base and he yeah. could sell any toy at any amount of any at any price so in the end like closing to the 50s yeah. you know he's ha he's having releases of 168 nfts yeah and they're all sold for like 0.1 ether Okay. And they all sell out in the. So how much is that around zero on ether? How how much you work out that it to be? Like like just say that on on a good day, he on a good day. probably on a good day he would earn uh, at least twenty thousand euros in one wow. day. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And of course, it's it's not about the money. It's it's about no the no. Art. But you know the but, reason why uh, the reason why I ask you that because I want to put things into perspective in regards to yeah. what's actually going on in this space. People need to because people understand the correct don't understand the creativity side, but. There's, there's obviously finances that are involved and people are interested yeah. people invest in their hard-earned cash and money into, into buying this stuff so that's the reason why i wanted to mention it but carry on sorry yeah yeah so um yeah i also mentioned in our pre-talk uh yeah. that uh, that oh i have uh two percent let me find the charger um, we're, we're, we're on the go we're on the move now so it's, this is also a house tour <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. this is my bedroom this is where the magic happens we have two cats uh, me and we have two. <laughs> uh, let me see you got that set up so yeah like obviously before you're going to go into talk it's there yeah, i just think it's amazing the way that the things are happening and your story in, in itself is inspiring to an I want to make sure everyone be able to, to hear your story. We're going to make sure we share that on the blog too. This is um, this is so great because uh, um, uh, did I mean was it in the pre-talk or have I already mentioned that no, uh, I'm actually making digital wearables for the metaverses? No, so um, you, you bring now go, go into it because we didn't really go into that. So making digital wearables for the metaverses, okay. so that's virtual worlds basically, isn't it? Yeah. Have we lost you? Are you still here? Yeah. Um, okay, good. Because you here. Closed. Yeah, okay, good. Now. Right now? No, this, um, I can see, I can hear you now. I know it's, it's freezing, it's a bit choppy, but we, we got you back. Are we on? Are we on, yeah? Okay, good. Okay, good. Go back, go back, go back. Oh, yes, we're on. Okay. Great, great. Um, yeah, so um, at the moment, uh, I'm selling Balik sneakers as an and uh, I'm holding a, I'm holding a very low vo low volume of amounts, always less than twenty pairs. Mm -hmm. So so what I'm trying to establish is sort of like a, a luxury digital footwear brand in that sense that yeah. uh, is very limited and very few editions of every or every shoe, uh, which is all original designs. Yeah. Um, 
and um, and right now people are collecting, uh, but they don't yet know, or they may not yet know that the whole plan of uh, of the Balix brand yeah. is to make sure that everybody who I think we lost you there again. Start start again. A bad connection again. I'm not sure what's happening, but yeah. a bit of a bad connection. Carry on. Okay. Start again. Um, <laughs> yeah. So right now, Balix is sold as Arch, but uh, and that will be the goal of Balix for the next year. I have planned. So um, so let's say the first year of Balix sneakers, uh, it is to create like the universe and. Uh, get like a sizable amount of uh, choices for people to, okay. to choose you know yeah. and uh, to clearly uh, to develop the brand and the aesthetic of it because i i don't know yet i'm continuously experimenting with you know uh, hopefully finding my style at some point okay um, but phase two after i have all of these sneakers i will hire a team or I will do it or not, and uh, we will uh, make Balik sneakers available in all the metaverses. Okay, this is the plan. All right, so this and, is uh, you're taking it to today, when, you, when you say so. Just, you know, when you say the metaverses, so are you talking about things like Decentraland, um, or are you talking about actual games like, for example, like Minecraft and uh, Fortnite and stuff like that? Yeah, so so let's say um, let's use Minecraft as an example. For sure, I can put Balik sneakers in Minecraft, but they wouldn't be very appealing because Balik sneakers is highly detailed, uh, yeah. elegant sneakers um, in this sense. So, um, so and and you mentioned Decentraland, uh, yeah. and they they also have um, uh, wearables, and uh, and this is like a Minecraft 2.0 because uh, you are very limited in the amount of polygons you can use to create your wearable and um, and the textures you can use what uh, what quality they are so you have your wearable has to be less than a certain amount of uh, data in order for the person to be able to wear it and not lag around when they're running you know so okay. this is game this is like uh, uh, so you have to really design for uh, these game engines or these engines which is which are running these uh, metaverses yeah so um, so this is why i'm saying like in the future balix will be available because maybe we are still waiting for uh for a platform in which has you know uh, these these graphics in which also normal people will enjoy staying inside okay. kind I of was, have you heard have you heard of digilax have you come across digilax Digi Lax, yeah. Oh. Okay, so oh. that's something we're going to go check out because what they're doing, they're building an ecosystem for fashion designers, for clothing, weather clothing, in within the, the gaming. So they're already connected to gaming developers. So what they're doing is you can build, you can design, you can even go to the point where you design, just design the materials, and then the, the actual designer uses the materials to create the clothing, and then the, the fashion designers connect with the game developers, and then it goes onto the it connects to the games. What you pretty much what you're talking about. So I, I really think it's uh, something that I'll send you all a bit of information after anyway. But it's something that you can yeah, yeah. because you may not even need to build a team around it. You could just connect and put what you're doing within this ecosystem, and it, it, it's all the infrastructure is all there already. They're just starting off. So that's something that I think you should definitely look into because it's everything that you're talking about is what they're doing for fashion wearables. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, like basically um, yesterday I found this uh, ranking system of uh, what the big NFT markets is. Yeah. And um, because I was looking for myself and uh, I found myself at uh, ranking 999 in the world. You was... Oh, what's happened here? Hello? <laughs> Sorry, guys, connection's a bit bad, but um, I'm sure he's going to be back in a minute. Let's see. Oh, what you were okay. saying is you, you search for your ranking. You search for the ranking. Yeah, I, I search for the ranking to kind of understand the NFT space. And like, like because I'm sort of just this small fish in this huge sea. And um, I, I managed to have um, 
my profile on top of Rarible for like two weeks. Uh, right. So that was huge adver advertisement for me and yeah, uh, a lot of clicks basically into my profile and a lot of new collectors in which uh, maybe even haven't collected any NFTs. Uh, many of them chose to uh, Balak sneakers as their first NFT. So I'm yeah. very happy about that. And it shows that uh, maybe people that are a bit hesitant about buying NFTs see that uh, Balak sneaker, it's, you have the sneaker, and it's an original design. You have the sound, and uh, it's uh, presented uh, in a uh, in a clear way, sort mm. of, so to speak. So, but my point is, I was number nine hundred and ninety nine in the world. So this means right. that um, uh, so far there has been sold and traded sneakers in total for uh, sixteen thousand euro, and that is day one since I started nine weeks ago. Said again, so 16,000 euros, you said. Yeah, because uh, it cut you out. Can only, the, the ranking, it goes from total. The ranking is from uh, total volume traded. So the, so the number one trading place is actually the center land. Okay. It's because uh, people are buying land or real yeah. estate. Yeah. And uh, as you go down that list, I will appear on uh, uh, 999. Yeah. So. Uh, so the volume of Balex as an NFT collection, it's um, it's that. Yeah. And actually, wow. actually, it's actually it's not true because the f I I I posted. If you if you don't know how it works, but you take the digital file and you create X amount of NFTs, which will be then individual sneakers, um, and um, um, oh. <laughs> uh, what you're saying but you're explaining how it works actually how you how you you the process oh, of putting it on to like a oh, yeah, yeah yeah so like um, uh, you can create like um, most of the people that uh, are posting nfts from yeah. the platform rarible yeah they are posting it inside the rarible collection so it's an own collection in which is rarible and you don't have to pay for that that's for free so they will put it in their collection for okay. free so, so to speak but i have created my own collection and this is this was a charge of like 600 euros yeah. uh, and when you pay this fee you get your own collection and when you have your own, yeah. own nft collection you will appear on open all of these different platforms which for hey. example is is that ranking you know all right all right okay so so i appear there because i actually also invested in a official collection i believe it's the only way to appear there if, if i didn't do that my personal profile mm with a pair somewhere there, I think. Uh, okay, I'm with you, I'm with so, you. So what I'm saying is that um, uh, I, I posted like six, seven sneakers and then I started over yeah. because I bought that collection and I wanted to start on, and I was a bit more ambitious. So instead of zero, one, zero, two, yeah. I went with zero, zero, one, adding a bit of more potential into the numbering system without changing yeah. the setup. Yeah. 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 So, okay. so, um, so yeah. Um, yeah. And in this ranking, the central land is a huge market. Uh, you have, um, uh, Somnium space VR, huge market and people are buying and selling digital assets for millions of dollars every day. So mm -hmm. yesterday when I found out this, now I am really looking into how to maybe make a drop of Balak sneakers on, let's say, the central app. That okay. could be cool. To that would happen. be cool. That so people can, with their virtual avatars, can go on there and purchase Balak sneakers, and the, the avatars will be able to wear it. I'm not sure if you've heard. Yeah. Of, have, you come, have you come across Genies? Genies. Yeah. No. See. Okay. Then so. This is, true. So, this is why it's important to speak to each other and, and within the community. So genies, they've been around for, if I'm to correct me if I'm wrong, around three or four years. The avatars, they're connected before the NFT actually popped up. They've been connecting with like celebrities. Celebrities have created their NFTs, but I know that like Gucci uh, have yeah. released their own, like their own footwear for these avatars. Uh, yeah. I think it's Sean Mendes. He released his own lines. You can get a ring, you can get his waistcoat, you can get his accessories and guitar. And you can also that. So another place where you can just kind of venture into um, mm -hmm. that you should connect with these guys because you're doing so much now. Um, what, why stop? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> why stop? Why stop? Um, the sky's the limit. Yeah. 
and uh, I don't know how big your um, your viewers are or, or who they are, but um, but I'm alone. I'm I'm young. I'm doing this every day, and I'm building my brand Valix, which is this digital brand. So I'm just waiting for that one person to come along and say, "Hey, I will help you out because uh, yeah. <laughs> you will be rewarded greatly." <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how much how much can somebody um, purchase a, a Valix sneaker for? If somebody wants to buy, how how do they access it, and how how much do they? they purchase for what i mean you don't have i guess they're gonna have different prices but i mean what how much would they have to pay out i how can it? um my my most expensive piece to date was yeah. uh, is my number nine which is called the bionic okay uh, i can maybe give you guys a preview uh so you don't need to go anywhere uh <laughs> oh yeah i think you posted that didn't you you posted it yes yeah i seen that i remember i remember sharing that definitely like that's crazy that's and also with the with, with the sound it makes it uh so here you have uh, this one i spent like uh three days not sleeping even uh <laughs> to, to to finish because in this piece i learned how to do texture painting and right. uh, that's basically when you start working with masks and you can like start to blend materials and stuff like okay. that so basically, I just realized that Blender, in which we spoke about, yeah. it's it's so, so amazing tool. Like it's just like Photoshop now to me. Like okay. uh, I used to do these things in Photoshop, and now I'm doing it in Blender in 3D directly on 3D shapes. Uh, yeah. You know, and for this Bionic, I made all the scratches and removed the paint and uh, put rust and uh, yeah. stickers and you know, like I really put a lot of uh, love into that one. So this I priced at a. Uh, solid is 0.2 ether which is at the moment 438 dollars okay so that's and reasonable. i mean i'd say that's reasonable for the, for the what for what you're doing but i would say that i mean you could i reckon you could go a lot higher than that if you wanted to <laughs> this, this, this was a big issue for me in the beginning because uh i see a lot of people selling nfts for 0 0.1 0 0.2 and i don't see the value because i'm a bit uh, i'm still critic to the space yeah. you know yeah and um and uh, and I was selling my my shoes like at a reasonable price, like what I mm -hmm. thought was like, it's it's really cheap compared to the NFT market. Yeah. But but I'm not trying to you know like tell you that I made this in uh, three days and you're gonna pay me one thousand five hundred dollars <laughs> for that. It's like what the fuck? And you are selling uh, ten of that, those. Like yeah. that doesn't make sense. So I sort of like uh, tried to. I started low on like a hundred dollars and uh, something like this. And then now I have come up to 0 0.1, 0 0.2. Mm -hmm. uh, and now I'm not selling so much of the last latest models. Yeah. So I dropped them to 0 0.85, 0 0.75, something like this. So okay. well, I, I think it's, you're there for the long run, aren't you? You're, the, you're here for the long run, clearly. You invested in it, you're here for the long run. So you don't need to, a lot of people are coming in here putting up the prices, taking, grabbing and then leaving, that you're here to yeah. be established and be in this NFT space and offer some value for a long time. So uh, the pink matter, uh, which is my number seven, I yeah. think, or eight, um, uh, that was the one that Rarible catched on Instagram. Okay. And uh, they, they put me on the first page even before I minted the piece. Wow. Uh, so it was like a huge, um, like a, they really promoted me on the top as the first NFT footwear brand. Um, and uh, this uh, pink matter, I sold 17 and the resale of that has been uh, 0 0.3. Okay. So, uh, so from that resale of, uh, of the resale price, the creator gets a 10% or in my case, 10%, but you could yeah. say you could... Else. I could claim 20%, but it would be less attractive to collectors to deal yeah. and trade my shoes. Uh, but 10% is huge if you compare it to real life percentages. As a designer, if I create, a, um, I designed a machine last year in which uh, they will make and sell. And uh, maybe I will get royalties on sales. And that royalty will be from 1% to 3%, <laughs> or maybe 0.5%. That's yeah, like yeah, what yeah. you can expect that in, in the real world. And here you're getting 10% of the resale. And in the in the real world, Forever. they, they resell that and, uh, without you, and uh, they don't care about giving you any of the resale. So, yeah, so I'm in it for the long run, and uh, maybe one day Bionic will sell for forty thousand dollars, and I get ten percent of that, and this is the real 
value for me, the resale market and the, and, uh, and the fact that people can keep it, wear it, enjoy it, and also earn, earn some money reselling it later. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's be real, like the resale marketing train is in the real, in, in the real world is in the billions. Now, I know, I'm not if you're sure if you're aware of it, that Nike, they've, they yeah. brought Crypto Kicks, the name Crypto Kicks uh, in 2019. So they're going to, their idea, what the talks of it, nothing's been said yet, their idea, they're going to release trainers and mm -hmm. you're going to be able to uh, breed the trainers together to make more exclusive trainers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that the whole gamified, some gamified, but like you're, like I said, this is why it's so important that you've, you're active, you're doing things in this space because the minute these big boys get involved, <laughs> like Mike and so on, that's when everyone's going to come rushing. Uh, and then obviously the, like people like you are going to prosper. I, I believe anyway, because you've, you've, you're not trying to get a quick, you're not trying to get a quick book more. So you're just really invested in the space. And offering something for people to attract, to come to, and obviously purchase, and hopefully gain in the future. Yeah, like um, it's really about creating those strong connections with your with your own community. Like yeah. I created a Discord server in which people can uh, join and talk about sneakers. I share some stuff there behind the scenes. Uh, like um, like people who are just really like like. Uh, if nothing else, it's a way of actually supporting great artists. Yeah. And uh, I bought an NFT for um, 400 euros uh, from one artist. And it's, uh, it's called an Ether a Day. And it's all these small people breaking up Ether candies and yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> splitting them amongst each other. And, uh, and uh, I love that piece. And I, I want to keep that piece. <laughs> and uh, I, I think it brings me good luck even. So yeah. like, uh, <laughs> uh, it's super... Um, yeah, I'm in it for the long run. And if I wanted a quick buck, I could have doubled the prices and maybe uh, sold five times as many shoes. So minted like almost 100 shoes every time. But the fact is that the market right now, it's so small that you wouldn't manage to create any FOMO, which is a huge yeah. thing of selling NFTs. Like you actually want to sell out in five minutes every time. Like yeah. that's when you have... You, you are post you are releasing 15 and you have 30 people waiting that's what you want you know yeah yeah that's that's uh, it that's the marketing strategy I mean, but that's important yeah. for me to say um thank you for sharing that like because I, I get a lot of people messaging me artists from all over the world and they're asking that well how do i promote my nft how do i sell my nft how do i get it out there so what on top of that advice what advice would you give to somebody any creative that's creating an nft based on your experience how do they how do they get themselves out there um my first nft i sold 10 in one minute like the first shoe which was just full of the shelf even before yeah. i realized and i was on the phone with trim because he was kind of guiding me through the process yeah and uh i was like uh that was what happened like uh <laughs> and he said, just, just check your wallet and you will see <laughs> so um and and the, the only reason for that was because Trim leveraged of his collectors, which is actual real spenders. Uh, yeah. And he retweeted that on Twitter and uh, he bought one himself. Okay. So people kind of saw the first one and, uh, you know, stuff like this. And, uh, but that was a good uh, choice for all of these collectors because um, I had one guy the other day, he wanted the first one and I guided him through the process of uh, buying it. Uh, yeah. Like, because you have to find the right NFT for the right price of the reseller. Okay. okay. And uh, and in the end, they, they made the backdoor deal. So they he transferred the money and he transferred the, the token or the shoe. Uh, and that okay. way they avoided gas prices. Okay. But I would lose my 10%. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, and uh, that was, I think he paid a 1.7 for that. So that is, that's, you know. That's interesting that you just said that. I mean, I don't want to go off any other tangent, but the fact that, yeah, avoiding gas fees and there's <laughs> always a way, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, but I, I said, uh, I said to him, amazing man, that's uh, that's fantastic. Uh, like, uh, I, I just want you to have my sneaker. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, an honor yeah, to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think maybe like if everything goes as planned and uh, Balix becomes one of the big NFT brands of uh, the digital wearables, but also a physical brand in the physical manifested in the physical world. Yeah. Like if, if everything goes as planned, uh, 
it's a fact that these shoes that I'm selling right now, it's early, early beginnings. I have very few collectors and I'm always minting like Bionic 11. So you can say it is a lot, but uh, if there is 10,000 clients all of a sudden standing on the door wanting a pair of sneakers and it's only 11, that's... Um, so I would say to, of course, anybody listening, like uh, uh, grab at least uh, or maybe one shoe, you know? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I will make you an open promise that uh, I will do my best for you to be able to wear this. If it's a Instagram filter or if it's, um, uh, you know, in the metaverse of the future or of today, um we can we can make it happen that's uh I, yeah so I, I mean it's coming to an hour now and i think like i want to yeah, like the information that you've you've given is is, is priceless and your journey is like, i'm wowed by it and i'm inspired because and i'm happy for you because you seem like a genuine person and you're just out here creating, creating creative and the good things are happening and it's always good to see that when you you, you put in the work you're getting the rewards and i believe this is just a start and Balax is, I believe, will grow on to be doing amazing things, as you say. Uh, like um, you said, what's your number one tip to any new NFT creator? Yeah. And um, I think that 95% of all NFTs minted to date yeah. uh, probably aren't worth a lot in four, five, six years. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Um, because you have so many of these people that, you know, cracked Photoshop, made a GIF and uh, posted something, you know? And, yeah. uh, and uh, yes, it has a value because it was kind of cool and uh, stuff like that. And maybe a lot of people bought it and then it was hype all of a sudden. And then a lot of people spent real money on that. Yeah. Uh, but if this guy deletes his profile, disappears from Twitter and uh, is a nobody in the future, I just a forgotten artist of yeah. who just made something which it was not enough art for him to curate like sort of a vision of his uh, artistic uh, output you know yeah. so i predict that these type of nfts were like uh, so who is it from and it's like oh it's from uh, oh the guy is gone he's uh, offline <laughs> yeah. uh, like uh, like what the fuck no i buy this <laughs> oh but it was sold for uh, 1000 euros uh, back in uh, 2021 and it's like yeah but uh, that was the nft hype and everybody was just spending crazy money because uh, um, also another thing you have to understand is that when you start to own cryptocurrency and you are looking at the prices you start to forget the the dollar sign and you start to look at the ether sign yeah, yeah. so if you have in your wallet maybe you have two ether and you have managed to work that up and then you want to buy a piece and it's like 0.05 and it's like, oh, that's cool, man. But it's still a hundred dollars. Yeah, it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. like uh, it's a disconnect, isn't it? Of like the to having the understanding the actual value because you think, well, it's just like, yeah, it's too, it's all right. But you don't have that same like hundred dollars. I understand exactly where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so what I'm doing, and I, I believe it's the only way, is to either build your artist name, in which I'm doing, but uh, or building the brand, which you're doing also. <laughs> yeah which i'm doing also and uh and bionic which is now 400 dollars, will have a value if balix is around in 10 years if balix is not around in 10 years and i quit in one month it will probably have no value it will only be a cool piece for a very few selected collectors yeah. uh but but one thing which is like you know all artists they earn money after they die you know yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. I know. And and, uh, and and now we're inside this new era in which you can earn crazy money while you're still alive, apparently. And imagine when uh, when someone, some really big, great crypto artist, die, uh, you will probably see like a similar effect. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, there will never be another Balik sneaker again, and there's like only one thousand five hundred different designs. So it's like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, no, no. It's, it's what you, what you're saying is it, it makes sense. Is you you built your you built your brand. You still there, Burke? Yeah. Okay. You you built your brand around the concept of what NFT, how NFT should be produced. It's by scarcity, digital oh. scarcity, unique, and that's what you've done. You you're not you're not you're not supposed to pump out loads of NFTs. I, I don't believe anyway. Um, and I mean the only only people that I see doing that is um sports brands sports collectibles 
It's all ever. Yeah, I was just going on about yeah. The, the, you, the, basically, the way you're marketing the, the, the NFTs is the way I believe it should be marketed in regards to not pumping out loads of pieces. It, it is you need to create a collection where it has scarcity, so supply and demand, which is our mm. concept of NFT. And then you can prove then hopefully in the future it be worth a lot more. I mean, the only people that are pumping out a vol like a high volume is things like collectibles, or sport collectibles, but they've had, they've got a process to it where they can be burnt. And if you come across that, so and then yeah. in the long run, it still has scarcity because people can burn the cards and it become more, it can become more rare as you go on. Mm-hmm. So, um, but unless it's got that process, yeah. Yeah. I, I've been thinking about also having like a Balex burn day, and uh, but I don't know, like uh, okay, maybe <laughs> I don't have, maybe maybe I haven't reached enough collectors yet because initially I, I do want that first sale, of course. Okay. I, I actually do want people to collect my sneakers, so it's like. You have to release enough products so people can get involved and, and get interested and maybe get two or three so you get them kind of sort of hooked or like you know mm-hmm. uh, dragged in so you, you shouldn't put like uh, people who only do one out of ones in the end maybe after one year you only have like uh, 15 collectors and you've sold uh, 25 pieces and it's like um, but doing it like i'm doing so my plan is to do 100 designs by 2021 and I believe that each new design will just raise the value of the whole collection as a whole. Um, so it's not like putting the other pieces less value; it's actually building like the yeah yeah the collection. Um, and since I'm minting uh, always less than twenty pieces, um, you will probably have an average of then one thousand five hundred Balik sneakers by the end of twenty twenty one. So that's sort of where I'm balancing. And then maybe season two like uh, nft 100 to 200 uh i can mint start to mint 100 and 200 pairs if people are buying um yeah okay so there's a strategy behind it and it makes sense so um thank you i'm gonna show that anybody that's listening that is definitely going to take so much value from this and like i said the most important thing is i want to build a community and inspire people to not be afraid of the space but to embrace it and be a part of it because it's an opportunity as a creative this is a great yeah. opportunity and like i said you may not get this opportunity again <laughs> so be as a value so um yeah no but uh, being early is uh, is key because i am top 1000 uh, i could probably keep that position for uh, for the next year hopefully yeah. If, yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, if i'm productive as i as productive as i am today and um so uh, if you if you jump on the wagon in one year, you will you are you have to raise a huge amount. Like <laughs> and there's already big players like, for example, Balex selling, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, having made all the shoes that uh, you could dream of. So, <laughs> so um, but where can it? Where just give everyone your handles? Where can they find you um, in regards to Instagram, Twitter? Where, what are your handles? Um, yeah. So Instagram is Balex Sneakers. Yeah. Or, Balex stickers, yes. Uh, on Twitter is Balex underscore sneakers. Okay. Uh, on Rarible, you just search Balex. Uh, I put my handle just to be Balex. As okay. Actually, I wish only to use Balex like sneaker, like because um, uh, if you see my ato- anatomy collection, yeah, I, I have made uh, not shoes but uh, thing or feet, let's say. Yeah. Uh, so one robotic foot and one yeah. uh, like uh, this um, organic skin and bones uh, type of sh- uh, shoe. And uh, yeah, I think maybe in the future I will expand on this collection and create like sort of the full avatars. Okay, okay. So, um, so maybe Balik sneakers is, uh, it's not only sneakers, it's more. Uh, that's my point. That's, that, that's uh, another time. That, that is 100% for another time. Like, we're, we're definitely going to get you back on. Like we need to stay connected. Yeah, wait to hear this uh, in the next few months of what you've done because the amount of work you've done in that small amount of time with the connections you've got, I'm sure it's going to be a lot of a lot of lot of things going on. So, um, so my secret it is uh, my workflow. Everything is for free. Um, the VR makes 3D modeling so intuitive and fast, so I can create shoes faster than probably a lot of designers before me. Uh, if I manage to create and sell 100 shoe designs in one year. I think maybe I broke every record of the history uh, <laughs> of a uh, of a startup uh, brand, let's say. 
uh, and um, and yeah, the, the other day I made one writing error of uh, in the description of the shoe, quite a big one, yeah. and uh, I, I burnt it, paid uh, 10 euros for that, and then I reminted it for another 80, 80 euros and um, to, to fix that. So basically, by saying that, uh, when I post my NFTs, I try to make it as perfect as possible yeah. for people to find real value in this new strange is it valuable yet uh, <laughs> market <laughs> so right. i'd like to finish off the off the call and then the conversation thanks for coming on uh, it's been a pleasure um best of luck in the future and anybody that's out there you know where to go badex is the future of trainers uh, digital trainers are called digital wearables so make sure you yeah. get up there because they're going to be worth a hell of a lot of money in the future <laughs> Yeah. One guy he posts uh, number three gong for a hundred thousand dollars. So uh, uh, of course it's it's not worth that, but he's putting yeah. that price tag. So at least yeah, you know, it's, it's, imagine. It's, 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 we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you. I wouldn't put it past you. But yeah, thanks again. No, but uh, thank you so much uh, to NFT Talks and. Uh,